Oh, <laughs> I hope that y'all are ready. I hope that y'all are ready and I hope that y'all are steady for tonight's edition of Thoughts on the Mic within the Ultimate You podcast every single Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm getting in your ear. I'm getting in your head, getting in your heart. These last few moments, these last few hours before Monday hits, before midnight strikes, and Monday is in the mix. I want to get you in with these words, these truth gems. I want to drop them in your hearts, get you to think about these. I want you to take them with you for tomorrow, the day after that, the day after that, and then next week, and then the following week, and for every single day for the rest of your life. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, yes, I'm usually excited about every single message that I have for you every time that I step to this podcast. But this one, I got a little bit of extra excitement. I've been thinking about it all day and I've been thinking about it for the past several days. All right. But I want to make sure that I convey it to you as proper and as clear as possible. All right. So tonight's message is entitled Keep Your Head Up. Okay, now I'm going to run that back one more time, but I'm going to add a little something extra to it. Okay, because it's not what you think. And it's called keep your head up. And when you write down the word up, or when you look at the word up, I want you to think of ultimate perspective. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that every now and then, not all the time, but every now and then, I like to come up on the podcast and hit you with some acronyms, right? Because on last Sunday, I talked about the limelight, right? When I talked about the redwood trees and I talked about limelight, I said the limelight was L-I-M-E. And then, of course, the word light. The L-I-M-E was less is more effective. Less is more effective. Or you could also say less is more eternally, right? I like to, I like to hit you with the acronym so that way it helps to, uh, to help tie my message together like shoestrings on a shoe, right? I want to I wanna tie it all together and make sure that it's in that secure knot so that way you can walk effectively and securely every single day. All right, so let's get into it. Keep your head up, and the UP is ultimate perspective. <clears throat> the thing is, we are people, we are everyday people that encounter other people, okay? Whether if it's a small list of people or a large list of people. Okay, because as I've said before, uh, some of us work from home and we don't see that many people, but we may interact with several people, whether it be through text messaging or uh, some type of instant messaging or online or or, or uh, verbally talking on the phone or some type of Zoom or Sky or, or, or Sky Skype in terms of you know, video conferencing or whatnot. We interact with people, whether it be face to face or via Internet somehow. And the reason I'm saying all that is because I, right off the bat, right from the jump, I want you to understand. I want you to write down. I want you to really tattoo this in your mind. I want you to also tattoo it on your heart because it's something that, you know, <clears throat> every time I come up on this podcast, a lot of stuff I'm saying, not everything, but a lot of stuff that I'm saying, it's stuff you already know. OK, I may throw a different word in there or remove a word or I may word it a different way to kind of help amplify and drive my point home. But what I want to say is, is that every single person that you encounter has a deficiency. OK, I need you to remember that. I need you to anticipate that. <clears throat> and I need you to keep that in the forefront of your mind at all times. Every single person, no matter how accomplished they are, has a deficiency. And not only 
one deficiency, every single person has multiple deficiencies. Because we may come across situations where, you know, you think like, oh man, wait, this was so simple. Why didn't this person do this? Why didn't this person do that? You know, they may have had a different mindset uh, towards said thing. Or you know what? Maybe they just completely forgot. (laughs) You know, it just depends on the situation. Right. And I'm saying that because is there are times that, you know, we react to other people or another person in ways that compromises who we truly are or who we're truly supposed to be. You know, uh, just a, a, a small prime example It's just a general example. I'm just not any person specifically. But if we're out driving on the street and if someone cuts you off or if they do something that you weren't expecting, you know, there are times that we, you know, we respond in a way like, yeah, I'm just going to give a specific example in, in regards to that. You know, we may let them know that they're number one, but we're not using that index finger. You you picture the rest of what I'm talking about. You get it. Or we may roll down the window and give them a piece of our mind, shake our fist at them and say something bad towards them that we're not supposed to say. Right. I know some of us to this day. Right. We, we may joke like, oh, I got road rage and this, that and the other. We might joke about that, but it might be something we might need to take inventory of. Right. You know, we ain't here to hate. We ain't here to judge. But it might be something we need to take inventory of. Like if you say if you got road rage, I mean, it depends on what kind of road rage you're talking about or you know, this might be something we need to inventory, take inventory of. And the reason I say that is because if we are people that react in ways like that, and it doesn't have to be just limited to just driving on the road, it could be somebody did something or somebody said something, and then we respond in a way that's just, you know, like, you know, like just flat out, we, we, we cuss them out. We might cuss them out, right? You know what I'm saying? Or we might just say something that is just not conducive to who we are as a person, right? And I, I ain't hating or judging for anyone that cusses, right? But I, I'm I'm saying that because a lot of times that can happen. <laughs> that can happen, okay? But <clears throat> we got to be able to understand that if we don't take inventory of why certain things trigger us the way it does, we're going to keep on keeping on and all that that thing's going to do is just it's just going to sit there, it's going to rot, and it's going to grow into a bigger deficiency, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know what I'm saying? So when I say deficiency, that means that every single person has something lacking. Everyone has something that they are short on. Something, you know, you know, for example, you might have people that, you know, maybe some people are not patient, right? You got some people that some people are patient and some people are not patient. I'm just going to ask you, which category do you fall into? And it may not be all the time. Maybe just with certain situations, you fall into a person that's impatient. You're impatient on stuff. I know I've been impatient on certain things, right? It could be you're waiting waiting to get married or something like that. It could be you're waiting for, I don't know, you're waiting to hear back on whether if you uh, got the job or not. I mean, it could be anything, right? So <clears throat> which category do you fall into? But when it comes to interacting with other people, we got to represent the real drip. You know, you hear the word drip, you know, you, you hear that in as far as like style and clothes and oh man, look at that person, man. They they got that drip. They got that drip going on. But I'm I'm here to tell you the real drip is when we can drip kindness on every single person because it's kindness that really really challenges people and it really drops that fresh water, if you will, on people to really change. 
It may not be instantaneous right then and there, but let me also add another word, longevity. Longevity. I talked about that last week when I talked about the redwood trees. If we could be people that anticipate when we wake up, all right, when we wake up tomorrow, yo, when you, I'm like, you, you, you ain't even, your, your feet ain't even hit the floor. When you're laying in your bed and your eyes open, from the moment your eyes open, even before you hit that floor, or even, you know what, before you leave that house, I need you to anticipate and I need you to think in advance and predict and expect in some type of way, there might be some type of monkey wrench that's going to be thrown into your plan, perhaps that day. And if it ain't that day, it could be sometime later in the week. It could be someone you, you work with. It could be some, some, some type of encounter that you have with someone just being out and about doing whatever. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give specific examples, but I'm just trying to help you to think. I'm trying to help you to prepare, and I'm trying to help you to be ready. That sometimes there's going to be some type of monkey wrench that's going to get thrown into your plan. It, it, it might punch you in your mouth. It might punch you in your mouth. I don't know. It might punch you in your mouth. It might punch you in your teeth. It might even give you a low blow. When I say low blow, it's like, okay, you think about boxing or something, right? Uh, you know, you think about a boxer that hits a person, you know, basically, it's like, it's like a disqualification, right? It, it's, it's a, they hit someone below the belt. That's what I mean when I say a low blow. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might get some type of situation that gets you an unfair low blow, right? And it, and, and, it, and it might, and it might, it might shake you and it might not. But as you've heard the phrase, when people say life, uh, a big thing that life is about is how we respond to situations, how we respond to it. OK, I paused on purpose with that. I want you to think about that when when something when something upsets you or something makes you feel a certain type of way. How do you respond? I'm just, I'm just going to ask you these questions. Are you a person that like, look, you go ballistic or maybe not even ballistic, but, you know, you you start to feel boiled up and tempered up and you just kind of. You know, you're just like, why, you know, you feel a certain type of way. And like, I'm not tripping. If you do, like, I'm not tripping on that. But I'm trying to say is that we, we need to be people. We need to be people that acknowledge it and then do something about it. OK, but um, the reason I'm saying all that is because. If we are not people that demonstrate kindness towards people. Then we really set ourselves up for people that fester up more and more darkness within us. Okay. Because, you know, you heard it said, you know, being, be kind towards others because you never know what the next person is going through. And I, I'm a firm believer of that. I'm a firm believer of that. But even as great as that is, we're called to be kind anyway. We're called to be kind anyway. Okay. And the re th this is a part of perspective because when it comes to, uh, us as people, you know, we, we need to be not walk around acting like, oh, like, like if someone lets you down, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, we need to respond accordingly. But some of us respond too over the top or too dramatic or whatever you want to call it. And then it, it turns into a point to where it's just like, like, like we don't tell ourselves, we don't anticipate. OK, you know what? Man, you know, what? OK, this 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 letdown happened. Right. I'm not going to let it shake me. I'm not going to let it knock me off my perch. You know what I'm saying? To where we might do or say something that we might regret. We might do or say something that we might regret. OK, so let's transition a little bit. <clears throat> the thing about the ultimate perspective is that you got to call it right down the middle. OK, you got to be a person that you call it right down the middle. See, that's why as I was like, 
Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because of what I'm about to share with you. Because the cool thing is, when you think about ultimate perspective, for me, the revelation I got is you got to think about a referee. The one thing that's cool about a referee, and, and I'm just going to limit it to basketball and football, because sometimes, and perhaps in sports like soccer and whatnot, referees, they, they may not typically wear uh, black and white. They may wear other type of colors, especially, you know, if it's a, a sports that's out outside of the USA. Right. But I'm limited to just, you know, to, to help drive the point home. I'm limited to just uh, football or basketball or any sports where referees were black and white. OK, that's my point. That's what I want to talk about. Referees that wear black and white, even the colors that they wear are black and white. Literally, not just not just by color, but like figuratively speaking, because you got to think just 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 visualize with me for a second. You're watching the NFL, you're watching the NBA, right, or whatever sport, NHL. Think about what if the referee wore some offbeat colors? Like, what if you what if you're watching the NFL? What if you're watching the Super Bowl and you see the referee wearing purple and orange as, as a referee outfit? Right? That's going to be very distracting, especially for the people watching it uh, on TV from home. The people that are watching it uh, in the arena, all the people in the stands and all the, the coaches on the sidelines, the players, they're going to be distracted by that. Well, I'm sure maybe they won't, but I won't say distracted, but distracted enough to a point to where, you know, people going to make comments about it. We live in an age where it's so easy to express ourselves on social media. Oh, did you see that referee? He wore purple and orange, right? That, that, those are distracting colors. Those are not biased. I'm, I'm sorry. Those are not unbiased colors. Right. So when you, when, this is the revelation that I got. When I see a referee wear black and white, that means that even their outfit, even their uniform is called to have the ultimate perspective. That means that they got to call it right down the middle to the absolute best of their ability. So because the thing about white, the thing about black and white is those are like real bland colors. Right. Very basic, very bland. They're not real flashy colors. Right. They're, they're not they're not distracting colors. Right. But here, but here's the sweet thing about the referee, though, even though the referee is called to call it down the middle. Here's the here's the trippy part about it. <laughs> referees can mess up, too. <laughs> referees are not perfect. Even referees got to have the ultimate perspective, even though they're out there representing the ultimate perspective in terms of refereeing a football game, refereeing a basketball game, refereeing a hockey game, refereeing X, Y, Z sport. They sometimes they fall short on the ultimate perspective. Now, do you think that you, you think that team A is going to be excited that when the referee makes a bad call in favor of team B, you think team A going to be excited about that? And when I say in favor of team B, I'm not talking about that the referees in the back pocket of team B. I'm just saying that the call that they make oh, you know, it's, it's in favor of team B, team B like, whoa, OK. All right. First and 10. You know what I'm saying? First and 10. But team eight is like, yo, I tackled my man. I tackled bro, man. Right before that. Uh, right before that, that, that first that first and 10 line. I tackled him right before the first and 10 line. And he still gave it to him. Right. You know how they do in football. They do the fourth and inches thing. They bring that little chain out and then they pull it out. And then if the, and if the football is still. And if the football is not past that little chain thing, then that means that it, go, the, it goes to the other team. But if the football is goes past that chain, then that means that that team that was on offense gets a first down. It means they get a first down. Right. So 
Yeah, but sometimes there, there, there's a lot of close calls. And there are a lot of bad calls. Right. But whether the referee did it on purpose or an accident, the referee falls short. The referee falls short. So one thing I'm saying is we need to expect in some type of way we might be let down. It might not be every single day, but in some type of way we're going to be let down or something's going to happen that is going to not be in our favor and perhaps not be in our control. OK, and how we respond to or how the other person responds to said situation is very important. OK. All right. So <clears throat> so when you talk about when you talk about perspective, another thing I, I have a problem with is when you hear about people that say, oh, I didn't hear his side of the story or I didn't hear her side of the story. If it's a man and a woman or two men, you know, friendships or relationships, whatever it may be. Now, when people say that, it depends on who's saying it and where they're coming from. But me, when I hear, let me hear this person's side of the story, you know, that can have a, a, a biased connotation towards it. Right. And, you know, people probably mean well when they say it. But I think the words that we should properly use is let me hear this person's perspective of the story. Now, does just because we use the word perspective, does that mean that they're automatically going to tell the truth? Well, maybe, maybe not. Not saying that it's magically going to invoke them to tell the truth. No, they, they have to act on their own volition and within their own convictions of conveying and communicating their their perspective of the story. And see, one thing when you think about, let me ask you, and I know some of you out there listening, you, you've heard of when you hear about, you know, and, and there's a general example. Right. When if there's some form of a breakup. Right. This doesn't happen with all couples or all whether it be dating couples or married couples or whatever. It doesn't happen all the time. Or maybe just it, it could be just dating like in the beginning dating. It doesn't have to be exclusive. Right. But when you think about you know, whether it be a man and a woman, <clears throat> you think about just this a generic example. Right. When you, you know, what I want to share is, is that when you have someone that is sharing their side of the story, if you will, <laughs> you got to think about, you know, it depends on how the breakup happens. OK, because if the person is sharing, hey, this is what happened, da, 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 da. I'm just going to sum it up with this. A lot of times, if you hear them mainly talking about what the other person did or what the other person didn't do, and if you don't hear that person talking about what they did or what they didn't do or what or what they contributed to it, that's a red flag. <laughs> that is something to be whole. And that is something that we as people need to be mindful of. Right. And, you know, and here's the thing. Some people do that. They may not even be aware that they're doing it. Right. But we have to be people that, you know, like we, we got to take accountability. We got to take accountability for our actions or lack thereof actions. Right. That's why I mentioned before uh, at the top of the episode, like I, I'm a person that I try to be as reflective as possible. And see, I, I want to be able to rest my head on my pillow just a little with with a little bit more uh, of a sweet, peaceful sleep. Like if I could say, man, B, you know what? You fell short here. You will fell short there. You know what I'm saying? Like if I like if I feel like I was short with somebody. Or like, or I felt like if I if I didn't feel fully engaged with the person, whether it be conversation or, or whatever my interaction was with them, like I, I'll feel that conviction. I'll be like, oh, man, you know what? I, I could have put more effort into this situation or I could have done better with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel it. 
And then I want to be able to like, oh, okay, you know, like I need to correct that. I need to change that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that can only happen is it, it depends on your level of awareness. It depends on your level of awareness, you know, because when it comes to that, look, everybody is not equal when it comes to that. We may have all began equal, but we are not we are not all equal when it comes to making certain decisions in life and, and getting to wherever we're getting to. Are you catching what I'm saying? Are you catching what I'm saying? So we got to be people that, you know, if one person is just going to focus on what the other person like immediately, immediately, we need to start with ourselves. OK, you know what? Yes. Here's what I did. Here's what happened, man. I did this. I did that. Now, that's not to take away that the other person, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps you might be right. You might be truthful on that. Other person did this. Other person did that. Other person said this. Other person said that. But what did you do? What? How did you fall short in the situation? Because the, as the statement goes, it takes two to tango, baby. It takes two to tango. And then, uh, then I also understand there are some situations where, hey, a person is completely innocent. And then the other person is, uh, you know, not not so innocent. Right. But so but I'm just trying to, you know, help help you as a person decipher, you know, like we got to be people that take accountability and recognize our deficiencies and admit our deficiencies. Because here's the thing. If we are people that are not aware and um, if we are not aware of certain deficiencies that we have or if we are not aware of. Man, you know what, man, I need to, you know, confess this deficiency or this, 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 this shortage or the, whatever it is that I'm lacking or whatever that happened in the situation. Like if we don't, if we're not upfront about it, you know, if we, if we try to hide certain things, right, then that means that mm, it's really not a good look. It's really not a good look because we got to be people that we got. And that's why I say we got to be able to recognize that other people have deficiencies as well. Like we are not no more special and no more different than the next person. Yeah, we might be different from the next person, but we ain't so different. <laughs> Let me say that again, because I think yeah, that hit different. Right. We might be different. You might be different from the next person, but we ain't so different. We ain't so different. So that's why I say when I circle this all back around. When you rest your head on the pillow at night, okay, before you close your eyes, before you go to sleep, before you go off into dreamland, just remember, you're different from the next person and they're different from you. But we're really all the same. We all got deficiencies. We all got something that we're battling, something that we're struggling with. Some of us more deeper, uh, some of us more deeper than others. Some of us are going through storms. Some of us are going through stuff that's more heavy than the next person. Right. And I think that in and of itself should tie back into what I said earlier. Like, I'm not that you go around, walk around thinking, OK, man, this person in a storm. OK, let me be nice. Not even for that perspective, but I'm saying that should be a supporting point. That should be a supporting point to remind you that, hey, you know, like, don't go off on people. Right. Just for absolutely no reason. Like, don't go off on people. Or even if they don't deserve to be gone off on, right? You never know what they're facing. You never know what they're encountering. You never know what they're going through. But like I said, even before that, just just because, like it, some things it ain't worth going off on to the next person, right? We get, we need to be people that are mindful of that. So like I say, e every one of us we're the same. We're all you know we're all ants. <clears throat> 
We're all ants. We're, we all have deficiencies. We are all part of this grand global puzzle. We are all different, unique, shaped puzzles, pieces. Let me say that again. I want to make sure I articulate that correctly. We are all differently. We are all uniquely shaped, different sizes, different pieces that fit into one ultimate puzzle. And if we do our part accordingly, we can put more and more pieces of said puzzle together. If we understand one another, if we understand how each other operates, you know, I say you got to know everything about everybody. But if we understand how to come together with another person's deficiency or another person's differences. Right. If we understand how to cooperate, how to coexist with that. And not just go off on people just because but just because we can like, oh, I told him off. If we can if we can approach it with a more kindness approach. Then we will understand and we'll realize, like I said before, that operating in kindness over a longevity period of time. I wanted to say it that way. If we can operate in kindness over a longevity period of time, like I say, sometimes it can cause a person to be like, and it might be in their private time. They might tell you, man, you know what, man, this person, man. I mean, and I've seen this person in some high pressure cooking situations, but man, you know what, man, that person was always kind, man. That person was always level headed. They kept their cool. They represented the redwood trees. Why? Because they stood tall and they stood firm. They provided shade. They provided rest. And man, they're going through the storm of their life. They're going through. They, they might be going through hell, but guess what, man? They still stood tall. They stood firm and they ain't let that. They ain't let that stuff. They ain't let that tough stuff shake them. They, they ain't let it break them. You get what I'm saying? So no matter what you are facing, or you might not even be facing anything, but even if you're not, still prepare. Because you never know. You never know when some kind of storm is going to hit you. So you got to be able to rep. I'm going to talk about the redwood trees again because I find them so fascinating. You got to stand tall and stand firm like that redwood trees. Right. And when you stay, when you and when you stick with the redwood trees, like I told you last week, and I'm going to talk about it again. And you stay, you stay connected. You stay connected and rooted up and intertwined with other redwood trees. Remember, I told you redwood trees, they're only six to 12 feet deep as far as they roots. But the trees are like 300, 300 feet tall. Sometimes 300 plus feet tall, but their roots are so strong because they stay connected with other people. And when you stay connected with other people, you ain't going to look like them. They ain't going to look like you and you ain't going to think like them and they ain't going to think like you. You might think and be from two totally different opposite ends of the world. But guess what, man? If you can recognize and understand that unconditional love can bring y'all together, that unconditional kindness can bring y'all together and operate. If you understand each other's deficiencies. If you understand each other's deficiencies, at least on a, a decent, respectable level, it'll help you to understand that person on why they respond the way they do on, on why they do what they do on how they approach every single situation in their lives. And like I say it might be people you work with. It might be people you live with. It might be, like I say, someone in your family, someone it might be your spouse, might be your children. It might be a coworker, acquaintance. I don't know. It might. I don't know who you interact with. But I am I am challenging you to raise your stock, to raise your level of patience. I'm challenging you to raise your level of being kind towards the next person. 
I am asking you, I am challenging you to raise your level of understanding everyone's deficiency. So that way, when you can do that, you can be that referee that calls it down the middle and have the ultimate perspective. Because when we are people that operate in a limited perspective, let me, let me give you another picture and then we're going to get out of here. If we are people that operate in a limited perspective, here's what happens. I want you to close your eyes, right? If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Please keep your eyes open. If you're home, if you're still or wherever you're at, if you still close your eyes, I want you to represent. You're just in a field. Real simple visualization. Nothing, nothing, nothing deep or nothing. But you're in this field and there's a wall. Okay. We're going to say this wall is, you know, 20, 30 feet tall. Okay. They're, they're, on both sides of the wall is, you know, like this area of grass. Okay. But one side looks, you know, you know what? I'm going to say both, you know, one side looks different from the other side. I'm just going to say different. I'll just put it like that. One side looks, you got your side of the grass, your side of the wall. It looks like how it looks, right? Because you're familiar with it. Yeah. I want you to catch what I'm saying. You're a lot of us. You're focused on your side of the wall. You're focused on your side of the wall because you're, you're familiar with how it looks. You're familiar with the smell. You're familiar with the sounds. You're, fa you're familiar and you're in tune with every single aspect and crevice. And, 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 and you're, you're, you're familiar with every single piece of your side of the wall. That's cool. That's great. But where we slip up and where we fall short is this is going to encapsulate everything I'm talking about tonight. If you're trying to figure out, OK, B, you're saying all this, but why? Like, I don't understand. How is this all connecting together? A lot of us, we refuse to climb that wall. We refuse to climb that wall or we're not even thinking about climbing that wall, because what I'm trying to tell you is if you climb that wall and go to the top of that wall and see the other side, it's, it's going to help you to be like, oh, man, man, I see. I get it now. I get it now, because guess what? When you see that other side of the wall, it's going to look totally different from your side of the wall. A lot of us, we are so warped into our own side of the wall that you don't see the other side of the wall. Some of us, we, 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 we just refuse to see the other side of the wall when it comes to a certain situation, a certain problem, a certain issue, something that we may disagree on, whatever it might be. But I'm telling you, if both sides, not, not just one person, but if both people climb the wall and see each other's respective sides of the wall, it'll help you to understand the other person better. And if we can understand and marry that concept, if you can put a ring on it, if you can marry that concept, if you can marry that truth, I promise you, we would all get along just a little bit better. Oh, ho, 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 but I'm going to do one even better than that. Not only will we just get along a little bit better, but if we keep at it, if we keep sticking with it, if we keep sticking with the plow, sticking with the grind, if we stick, if we if we keep on gritting through those conversations, gritting through those problems, gritting through those issues, working together on whatever you need to work together on and keep communicating and conversing with one another, you're going to continue to understand one another to whatever level and to whatever whatever length of time that you're supposed to be uh, in that person's presence. If you can continue to fight and march on and carry on and grit towards the solution, towards said situation, it's going to help you see the other person's side of the wall that much better. But I tell you what, like I said moments ago, if you stay on the ground and don't climb that wall, you're just going to be stuck in your own little wall, your own little perspective. You th And you think your little perspective is, is the end all be all. And I'm telling you, it's not. Why am I telling you it's not? I can give you I can give you two reasons. 
Proverbs 3, 7 and Proverbs 12, 15 both talk about the same thing. A fool being wise in their own eyes. Right. That means that you, you essentially what you're saying without verbally saying it, you're saying that your perspective is best. You like for real, like <clears throat> whether if you not thinking about climbing the wall, whether if you choose not to climb the wall, whatever that reason is, you, you just going to stay on the ground because you think yourself, oh, well, you know, my perspective is best. It, it don't matter what that other side of the wall look like. I'm not I'm not interested in what the other side of the wall looks like. Why? Because my perspective is best. And I'm telling you, that is a foolish way of thinking. That is a foolish way of thinking. Now, when you are a person that climbs the wall and see the other side and sees the other side of the wall, you might not agree on every single aspect and crevice of that situation. But at least you can walk away, perhaps with a little more respect for the other person and understanding. Really, that's the main thing you want to get. You want to seek full and thorough understanding. Because if you're a person that just if you just stay there on the ground and you don't climb that wall to see the other side of the wall, which uh, which need I remind you, looks completely different from your side of the wall. What you're doing is you're 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 representing uh, <clears throat> Proverbs 18, 17, which basically talks about, well, this person, you know, when you talk about a situation, as, as I mentioned before, right, when you when you have people that. And it doesn't have to be limited to just, you know, dating or marriage relationships. It could be just any type of situation. Right. If, if one person is only set on their side of the pie, if they're only set on their side of the wall and they're not trying to hear the other side of the wall, that's foolish. That's foolish because Proverbs eighteen seventeen talks about one person seems right until the other person comes and examines him. Right. That's that's truth. It don't matter how you look. It don't matter how you feel that. See, that's the thing about truth. See, when we are people that we, when we can take inventory of ourselves, it's cool that you if you can take inventory of yourself, but you got to let truth take inventory of you. Oh, let, let's run that back again. Let's run that back, because not, because when you take inventory of yourself, that's that's one step. But if you take it a step further, when you let truth take inventory of you, it's going to like it's like truth staring you in the face and say, hi, my name is truth. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you came from. I don't care about your feelings. I don't like, like I'm not saying that I hate you, but my name is truth and I love you. I don't care what you look like and where you came from. But I'm here to tell you, yo, this is wrong. This is wrong right here. And I'm only telling you that because I love you. That's what truth is. That's that's real ultimate truth. That's the ultimate perspective. So I'm challenging you as we get out of here. When you start your week, when you start your week tomorrow or maybe your week's already started. Just want to recap on just a few things and then we will get out of here. Every person that you come across, remember, they have a deficiency in some type of way. Someone's going to let you down. And, I'm, and I don't mean this as like a, you know, as a downer type of thing. OK, I'm not saying that and somebody's going to let you down in some type of way. Some type of monkey wrench is going to be thrown into your plan. And, I, and when I say when that happens, when that happens or if that happens. Just be prepared for it. Just be ready. And, you know, you'll 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 have a better peace of mind and. The way you respond won't be so shocking, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. You know what I'm saying? You'll be a little more extra ready. OK, and then the second point. Remember, be that referee. 
Be that referee. Call it down the middle. And the way that you become a referee is, you, look, look, if you're going to be a referee, you got to climb that wall. You got to climb that wall and you got to do the absolute best of your ability to look at the to look at the perspective from all angles, from all angles, from all parties involved in whatever it is that's that you're involved in. Because if not, you're just going to be a person that remains on the ground and, and that never climbs the wall and you'll be stuck on your own foolish island. And if when you're stuck on your own foolish island. Guess what the population is going to be? It's just going to be population you by yourself. And I ask you, do you want do you want to live that way? Do you want to live on that foolish island all by yourself? Or do you want to use those resources, use that rope, climb that wall? I don't know. Maybe it might be times it may not be easy to climb that wall. But will you climb that wall and get to the top of the wall? So you can see the other side of the wall so that way you can leave with the ultimate perspective. All right, guys and gals, I just want to swing through real quick and just to encourage you to have a great night's sleep. Great week. I want you to go out there. I want you to crush it. I want you to have one of the best weeks of your life. No matter what you're facing or maybe everything's going great and good or somewhere in between. I just want you to have a, an excellent night's nice rest, a great week, a great day tomorrow. And just keep in mind those things that I mentioned. Right. Every single person you encounter. Right. They're, they're not as wise or as sharp as you are on certain topics. Right. And vice versa. Right. So just keep that in mind. Right. We're all different, but we're all the same. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to run that back again. We're all different people. But we're really not that different. Right. We're all just we're all people with deficiencies and we're all people that are lacking something. So that way, because sometimes you might have the puzzle piece that is needed to help to help you and the other person connect. So that way y'all can both be redwood trees. You dig what I'm saying? Right. And just remember, be that referee. Climb that wall. Use that rope. Use those resources to climb that wall so you can see the other side. So you can see the other side of the wall. So you can see that other person's perspective. Because when you see the other side of the wall, you'll be able to see what that person's, whether you'll be able to see what they're going through or you'll be able to understand better why they operate the way they do on certain situations. Right. So just encouraging you help yourself by having equal level perspective. And remember, keep your head up. <laughs>